Hello, and thank you for listening to Cinephile's Digest. My name is Matt, and you are listening to episode 81. And on this week's show, we are going to be reviewing the new Netflix original film, The Devil All the Time, written and directed by Antonio Campos, whoever the fuck that guy is. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Looking forward to it. Should be a fun app. Uh, let me introduce my co-hosts first. Travis, how's it going, ma'am? Oh, pretty good. I'm uh, balls deep in boxes over here, but uh, I'm here, so let's let's do the show. All right, and Tom, what <laughs> <laughs> enthusiasm! Are you uh, are you balls deep in boxes, or uh, what's going on on your end, Tom? Yeah, but I'm on the back end of the whole process. Um, the back. I'm nine. actually I'm actually in my new house. Um, no, we're pretty good on boxes now. We still have a couple of uh, hot spots in the house, but. Um, it's coming together. We have a, have a living room now that actually looks like a living room. We have a dining room table. I got a new couch. It's all uh, it's all looking up. Hell yeah! Well, Travis, you're uh, are you you're in the process of moving, or is today the start? Well, where are we at? Uh, in the process? Today is the start. So we are getting a U-Haul trailer tonight, and we're gonna load that up. And then uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to deliver that and uh, unload its contents and then uh, <laughs> probably loop back around for round two. And uh, the goal is to be done by the uh, Seahawks game tomorrow before the Seahawks game starts oh, so we shit. can uh, enjoy that. It's yeah. an ambitious plan, but, uh, you know, I got some good help and uh, almost Define fully done. packed here. What do you mean by done? Like fully moved or... You know, the majority of the stuff. The moved. apartment empty before and and yes. moved to the house, not unpacked, yeah. obviously. But yeah, oh yeah, unpacking is going to be probably a two week process at least. <laughs> well, wait. So, are you just going to like drop off your shit and then go somewhere to watch the game, like a family Dude, member's house or something? Or are you gonna, gonna get, are you gonna put up gonna the TV? The TV on the wall, and we're gonna fire that bad boy up. Yeah, my right. Ser- my Comcast service transferred over. The previous uh, tenants are leaving the mount on the wall for me, so it's just going to be a clean oh, transaction. You I mounted my now, TV. But... I mounted oh, no. it myself. I got Chelsea's dad helping me, so we're in the clear. This guy is a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, lots of uh, moving going on. That makes all three of us moving within the past couple months. Talk about... Changes. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Moving is probably my least favorite thing in the world. The only thing worse is helping someone else move. Mm-hmm. Bro, what um, about genocide? Shout out for, or... for not asking me to help you move. Not sure oh if you hired God. moving men or not, but. <laughs> I did, and, but I also had Zach help me. I felt really bad. He was working his ass off all day. We got one of those big trailers, you know, like the um, like the biggest you can get. Like the thirty like twenty six footer, footer. yeah, twenty six thirty five is insane. That's, yeah. insane. Uh, <laughs> That's a fucking 26. semi. Uh, yeah, I got a twenty six foot U haul and just totally filled it. I th- I thought there was no way we would fill that thing. I was embarrassed actually that I'd gotten such a big U haul and then to the brim. Well, you have a child now. That's like half your stuff. Yeah, he he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we have for him is huge. 
Which but is anyway. strange because he's, you know, a tiny person. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man, but his toys all have to be like giant plastic obstacle courses. Well, happy to hear uh, you guys are uh, going to be settled in soon. Hopefully within the next couple of weeks we'll all be uh, nested and comfy and oh, dude, I ready can't to wait. truck on. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into movie stuff, we were talking a little bit before we uh hit play but uh let's get the the video game uh, power five minute going we got uh release dates for both consoles price points pre-orders are you guys buying day one you got pre-orders oh, yeah. yet what's what fill me uh, in i think xbox pre-orders starts the 22nd or 23rd and that's when i will strike so it's not even a choice for you you're you're all in on xbox oh yeah team xbox yeah i'm <laughs> If they die, I'm going down with them. So, <laughs> well, I'm just I, uh, too connected. And Tyler and I game share, and between him and I, we got like 500 games. We're just in too deep at this point. You've invested in that they got ecosystem. Us. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking Bill Gates got you by the but balls. You know what? PS5 hasn't shown me anything to persuade me. And if they're not changing their interface whatsoever, then. I don't ever care to get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> Have they said that? That they're not changing it? No, Xbox is not changing it. Yeah, but they just did an overall. Why would you change recently, perfection? I mean... Whatever, dude. That Xbox dashboard is still butt after all these updates. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little ad-heavy sometimes, but it's uh, <laughs> very easy to navigate. <laughs> it's got ads? Well, or you just know, like they're always trying to sell stuff. you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Buy this. I thought you meant like, I don't want to see the shoes that I've been scoping <laughs> online. You know, come on there. Like, Yeah, I got to wait 30 seconds to sign in for it to play. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch a commercial for Dancing with the Stars every time you boot up a game. <laughs> that <laughs> what a be... joke. God, I hope that's not our future. Like between, <laughs> oh, it's our future. Between so you guys Battle are... Royale matches, you just have to watch... You just have to watch a YouTube video. <laughs> so you guys are Team Sony all the way. Well, I wouldn't Matt, say all the way. You're like snip, snap, snip over here, Michael Scott. I'm a fl- <laughs> I'm a flip flopper. I uh, every generation, I, uh, I, ch- I changed my mind. I was I was Xbox 360 all the way. Then I was PS4 all the way. Um, I honestly, exclusives matter to me, and Xbox doesn't have shit. Uh, Game Game Pass is a really cool service, but I don't take advantage of it enough for me to really like that to really be a selling point. Because I look at all the games and I'm like, "Whoa, that's so cool that that's on there. I'm going to play that." And then I don't. You know what I mean? Like I pay for it and I don't take advantage of it very often. So with PlayStation, exclusives are uh, getting you hot. Well, we got Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah. I did see a little clip of Looks that. It's pretty pretty, cool. pretty spicy. We got uh the Demon Souls remaster, which Tom, Ooh. I'm sure you're you're all about. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I never played that one, so I'm s- super stoked. It uh I played it before Dark Souls was a thing. Like it was a P- a PS plus game back in like two thousand thirteen or fourteen or something like that. Yeah. And I was super into it, but you know, like everything else I play. I just fell off it and never went back. You know what I mean? But right. that looks pretty dope. Uh, I mean, Naughty Dog as a studio, I'm hot for whatever they got coming after Last of Us 2. I mean, I'm just, I'm in it. So yeah. it's honestly, if the series. God S- of War. I mean, the last God of War was so awesome. 
Oh yeah, God of War Ragnarok looks pretty cool. I don't know if they've really shown much about it, but I'm into it. Um, so what are you going to do with your Elite controller, Matt? Just let it collect dust? No. I, part of the reason why I don't want to upgrade my Xbox is because I have a One X. You know what I mean? Like, I just... The right. Series X isn't enough for me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, I'm just... I don't know. I just don't feel like I need to upgrade. And honestly, I don't need a PlayStation either. This, this is all dependent on if I get my bonus at work in October and if there's even pre-orders available come mid-October, you know what I mean? So we'll see. I probably won't even be able to get one by then. But I think I'm going to wait and see what people say just because, I mean, there aren't that many differences between the two, but there's enough to be curious. So um, I need to no, play but I'm seeing here that... on the latest and greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, see- I'm seeing here that... Uh, Sony says the PS5 UI will be getting a 100% overhaul of the PS4 Thank UI. God. Well, I'm happy for you guys. Um, <laughs> would we be able to... I'm assuming we can play cross-generation if there's cross-play for Apex. I don't see why there wouldn't be the ability did, to do that. Did that go live yet in the base game? No. No, no I don't think they've even they given a release date for it. Well, they never officially announced it, but... Really? The rumor was it was supposed to happen like this past week, but then they did a different event in its place. And so now they think that the next real season event is going to be the big one. And that's supposed to be like October 6th or something like that. So we'll see. Hmm. 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 All right. Well, that's enough about video games unless someone else wants to cram something in before we move on. No. Good. Good, good, good. I know people love when we talk about video games on this, so <laughs> on this movie podcast, people eat it up. Um, <laughs> Dude, movies are dead. Twenty twenty killed movies. <laughs> we gotta we gotta redirect. <laughs> we need to jump ship. We gotta course correct. <laughs> yeah, dude. What's the what's the cinephile equivalent for video games? Vid video file? The fucking gamer file? Ooh, that sounds mm. gross. How about we could be Gamer <laughs> the the vidiots? The vidiots taken, dude. There's probably 40 podcasts called the vidiots. Probably. That's what my dad used to call my brother and I growing up. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> fucking vidiots. <laughs> cool. All right. You guys ready to get into this uh, the devil all the time review? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, we hopefully have a clip. Let's go ahead and listen. My name is Roy Lafferty, and this here is my cousin Theodore. Now the Holy Ghost is going to visit this little church that bears his sacred name. Are you all, are you all lost in the blood? In the blood, in the soul, cleansing blood of the Lamb. Are you gone? Blood of the Lamb. Come, Theodore. 
All right, so The Devil All the Time hit Netflix on September 16th. This film is written and directed by Antonio Campos, also written by Paulo Campos, who I'm assuming is his brother, uh, but I don't care enough to look, so let's move on. We got a plot synopsis that reads, Sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-war backwoods town, teeming with corruption and brutality. Film stars R. Pats, Tom Hall, Bill Scars, Haley Bennett, Riley Keough, Sebastian Stan, Mia Wasikowski, Jason Clark. I mean, it's just a it's just a who's who of, you know, pretty good actors, but not great actors. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's a couple good ones in there. That's true. Um, Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but I I didn't really know too much about this other than it had a little bit of hype behind it. And I saw my boy Arpats in the in the cast list and I was like, I'm in. Uh, didn't know really what to expect. Um, I uh, I can go first. Um, Devil All the Time is a movie that can be best summed up by saying sinner's going to sin. And that's basically the whole movie. Uh, I was kind of underwhelmed by it. Um, some good performances. Uh, but I had a really hard time getting invested in the characters and the story because everyone's just kind of a bad person. I mean, there's lots of references to being a good Christian and, and looking to God for help and prayer. And I mean, basically the theme of the film i guess is god is dead and the devil is is everywhere hell but, yeah which yeah i agree <laughs> but <laughs> i i i don't know i didn't find it very interesting by the end of it i felt like or i had hoped maybe it was building towards some sort of catharsis or i mean the movie is just so misanthropic and it doesn't really culminate into anything like it doesn't serve a purpose it's just a very dour movie that for me didn't really culminate into anything so i'll I'll start there i didn't didn't love it i didn't hate it but uh kind of wish there was more here i'm right there with you brother oh yeah uh yeah didn't love it either but also didn't hate it um i thought the performances were all pretty good. Um, I thought Robert Pattinson and uh, Sebastian Stan were trying a little too hard, but um, not bad performances. I think there's going to be a role that um, Robert Pattinson just goes way too hard for, and it's going to show. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like he always is trying to like one-up his last performance, and... I think eventually he's going to run out of steam. Even though I do really like the guy. I just think he, he's always, you know, trying something a little different or weird with his like accent or just his body language or whatever and I don't know. Like in the king. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was rough. Or like the rover. I mean, there's plenty of examples, but I don't know. I just feel like he tries a little too hard sometimes. 
Yeah. And I don't know if that's him or the direction or maybe a combination of both. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like his performance in Good Time was a lot more natural than something like this. Oh, for sure. I see. I, when it comes to Robert Pattinson, I, while he can come across as trying too hard, he, for me, is almost always the most interesting thing about any movie he's in. Even if it's a little goofy sometimes, like The Rover, for example, he is a little much in that movie, but mm-hmm. he's what I remember from that movie. Robert Pattinson in this movie, his accent is horrible, but <laughs> it is something, it's probably the only thing I'm going to remember about this movie. Three months from now, you know what I mean? Like, it's so cartoonish, but. I loved it. Every time he was talking, I was like <laughs> laughing and I think he brings a lot to the movie um, entertainment. He's not in it all that much though. I mean, he doesn't show up until like the first hour. Maybe halfway through or something. Yeah. 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 But, oh God, I, I love it. He's got like a fucking shrill foghorn leghorn thing going on. And it's just, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah. The movie was kind of giving me a uh, true detective vibes, but uh, without the uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Matthew McConaughey dynamic. And um, I just thought it was a little too sprawling. Like, I just didn't care for how grand or epic the story was uh, with all of its characters and time periods. Um, it just felt a little bloated, I guess. And yeah, it didn't really feel like anything new, like what it was trying to say. Just. Um, was kind of obvious or been done before i did like some of the, like the violence and like the way it was shot and the score and just kind of the setting yeah um but i don't know it was more just like a it was more aesthetically pleasing than it was like entertaining totally it's it's very competently made but i just really had a hard time with caring about the characters or the story um what about you tom where where did you land on this one Oh, man, exact same spot. I would say I didn't <laughs> like the movie. Um, so maybe uh, I was a little bit more... Mm, critical. Critical. Yeah, I just... Uh, I can't argue that it was competently made, you know, or that there's some artistry to it. But I I also could not invest myself at all. Um, I It felt like nothing made any difference or mattered you know nothing felt important really (laughs) yeah that's a good way of putting it i think they tried to give it this weird like juxtaposition um a little bit of comedy here and there um and this weird this weird soundtrack it was like almost a little bit lighthearted you know kind of sweeping lighthearted and then every once in a while they'd throw in like a a southern kind of you know guitar or something that made it feel like the 60s but was almost upbeat you know it'd be like right after somebody got murdered they'd throw on some guitar (laughs) (laughs) so i think that they were trying to be interesting there but really it just didn't it didn't fit Mm -hmm. um it uh uh, yeah it kind of reminded me of uh anthem body saints you guys ever seen that Mm-mm. No, that movie. Yeah, no, that's I had never caught up with that one. I know that one's been compared to uh, our boy Terry Malick, but 
I have not. Yeah, just not with the it. narration and like the setting. I did and not like the narration. It was bad. I actively yeah. did not like the narration <laughs> in this. Yeah. Same. I, about halfway through the movie, I was like yelling out into the living room saying, my review for this movie so far is misery for misery's sake. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, it was pretty obvious it was also no um, like originated as a novel. Oh, yeah. I actually didn't know that, but now that you say it, it, it does make sense. Did you uh, did you catch that the narrator was the author of the book at the end credits? No. Yeah, that Don't was care. that's him. <laughs> the narrator is the author of the book. It was just so heavy-handed. Like this movie doesn't have anything to say. No. But when it does, the narrator says it. You know what yes. I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. It's like, how dumb do you think we are? It's like something happens. Or like, I kind of was annoyed by multiple times the narrator will basically give away a character's uh, ending. Minor characters. But like the example that jumps to mind is Mia Wasikowski's character. I'm not going to say, you know, explicitly what happens, but he some there's something foreboding that happens and the narrator is like and then seven years later blah 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 you know what i mean like yeah and then you eventually see that but it happens a couple different times and it was just yeah did you guys like the like direction or editing style where they would show the demise and then they kind of like cut back a bit and show the lead up to that no Mm, i think I think, Matt, you're hitting on something there where it's like, how dumb do you think we are? It's like they really hold your hand through a lot of it. And it's like a bad, uh, dark version of Forrest Gump or something. And I was watching I was thinking, like, I bet a lot of people are going to love this movie. It's going to be like their favorite movie of 2020 just because they, like, think it's poignant. But it's really just (laughs) it's really just a bunch of nothing. It's yeah, I'm for me, I think I would have enjoyed it more if there was either characters to root for someone who's redeemable or if everyone's going to be a piece of shit and it's about cycles of violence and and trauma and and, you know, looking for help from God and looking for a sign and all that you find is just violence and and (laughs) if that culminated into something i might have liked it more but it it didn't you know what i mean the same problem i had with blackbird i was just like this is just trying to make me feel awful but it's not you know for any good reason what the fuck is what is blackbird did i am i not remembering the name of that one (laughs) the nightingale oh the nightingale (laughs) yeah that's what i meant (laughs) blackbird (laughs) whatever that's honestly that's a good comparison because they're both period pieces they're both you know Just about like cycles the world of violence. used to be so brutal i'm like cool <laughs> what the fuck is but i mean but the nightingale is i would say more entertaining and better directed and there's a through line i mean that's a revenge movie you know how however you feel about revenge like this movie devil all the time is kind of that also but at least there's one character, you know, it's it's not this sprawling like, oh, this person who ends up getting killed was this person's sister or this person used to work with this person at this diner, you know, just like the mm-hmm. interconnectedness of it 
felt like it was trying to say something or or feel epic, which I think Travis said, and it just didn't. It it, it kind of felt like the stories were only overlapping because felt contrived. It's like totally. somebody was like, "How can we get these things to overlap?" <laughs> right. It felt forced, right? Which maybe makes more sense in the context of a novel because there's more. There's more there. You know, you can fill in the blanks and you can kind of because it just kind of feels like coincidence in the movie, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Especially like yeah, certain meetups. It just doesn't really make sense logistically, but I guess in terms of the story it does <laughs> yeah but yeah it's all kind of shoehorned i don't think any of the stories is strong enough to stand alone you know it, so you have all these half stories that kind of converge in a in a contrived forced way and then end i i think the main character arvind you know you can root for he's just like the least interesting character of all he he has no development he's just sort of a brooding you know, mini version of his dad. Yeah. I like Tom Holland in that role, but like you're saying, there's really not much for the character to do other than, you know, we, we have that, the, I guess we can call it the prologue or whatever with, with Bill Skarsgård and how that influences Tom Holland's character, Arvin. And then he just kind of, you know, repeats the cycle, which can be poignant if done well but it's like we literally just see him take on the same personality traits and 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 uh uh he he leans towards solving conflict with violence right and that could be interesting but it's not in this movie it's not handled yeah um like in an interesting way or in a subtle way at all and i think that's why it's just doesn't come off as a strong piece of the movie for sure i mean it's a movie that i didn't mind watching like i was never bored but i was you know it it looks pretty decent and and like you know like i've said that i enjoyed the performances but i just kept waiting for something to to click and Mm. it, it never clicked for me i thought it was way too long i was begging for it to end when I was like 45 (laughs) minutes in and I looked (laughs) I looked how much I had left Uh, now man I was like I'm gonna have to go through a whole another generation of of miserable people (laughs) in West Virginia Matt I see your girl gave it a pretty high score yeah she letterbox she liked it quite a bit chat after the uh, viewing um, a little bit. I mean, she th- loved the performances, so I think she she was able to get invested in the story, because you know it it is a sprawling story, and and the actors are you know doing something like even Sabat. Everyone in the movie is is going for it, especially Robert Pattinson. But um, <laughs> she she was invested. That was the disconnect. I I was never really able to get invested in the story. She did. She she thought the story was pretty great. She even said, I can't remember. I'll have to ask her, but she, loves she had reading though. She does. And <laughs> there was she had one complaint and she said that's what prevented it from being a five banger for her. I'll have to mm. ask her. Um but I mean that's kind of how this this it was movie probably was it was probably our Pat's fake belly. Oh, she made a comment about the belly. <laughs> <laughs> it looked so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah, so I mean it she she liked it a lot more than I did, but this 
movie has been pretty polarizing. It, it kind of seems like people love it or they really hate it or, you know, like us, they're, they're kind of in the middle where it's like, eh, did I really need to spend 140 minutes with this thing? No, but nope. do I regret my decision? Not necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a movie that I'm upset to have seen, but it's not a movie that's going to linger with me. Like, I'm, I'm not going to remember anything that happened in this movie two weeks from now. Other than Robert Pattinson being like, getting dumb. just getting, just fucking going <laughs> for it. <laughs> now, you tell, you tell me, your sister, <laughs> she had it coming, okay? <laughs> she was delusional. <laughs> <laughs> she is not right in her mind. You hear me? <laughs> now I'm so, going to eat these it. organs. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god. god, I love that scene. That was <laughs> I am scene. one with God, and I <laughs> am going to do this for my flock. I am going <laughs> to eat these chicken livers so that y'all can enjoy the good food out here. You hear me? Jesus. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. I was laughing pretty hard because I felt so bad for the the mom. But... <laughs> it was such a ridiculous, like... Uh, just who would say that no one in the world that was pretty manipulative because they set up that scene by saying mm. that she was renowned i guess for being like the best cook in the county it's like who the fuck it's 1958 like there's not a fucking pinterest profile like does she just go around sharing she her food or yeah <laughs> so that that was definitely set up right because she's humiliated there but i don't know uh, missed opportunity this movie i think could have been cool yeah a lot of potential <sighs> all right i i don't really think we need to do spoilers on this one do you guys unless there's something you mm. wanted to touch on i mean i don't know what it's going to add to the conversation unless someone disagrees nah i had something but I, I don't need to talk about it i just i will say generally i think it is a little bit manipulative in a couple of places like the one we just talked about where, mm. where it's just kind of to twist the knife and it doesn't, it doesn't change the plot. It's just to make you feel a little bit worse as the audience. Yeah. That, that's kind of what this movie is, right? It's like, it's some of them are to... particularly egregious. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it it kind of feels like a, a line was crossed a couple of times. Oh, um, before we move on, I mean, we haven't even mentioned uh, Jason Clark and Riley Keough's characters. They, honestly feel the most out of place in the arc you know these intersecting stories it's like okay so they're serial killers what what purpose do they serve other than being an avenue for other characters to intersect with them you know what i mean like i really have a hard time justifying their role in the story does, does that make sense like they really didn't do anything for me other than i i like that scene where uh it shows the negatives of the film that was that was one pretty of the cool, best I scenes thought. of the movie that's probably oh, yeah, that the best was scene pretty cool that was good shit um i don't know how, how do you guys feel about their their characters their arc performances i mean just just because we haven't really talked about them at all what did you guys think well i know he Jason Clark is one of your favorite actors, Matt. I love him. I went into this five banger. Uh, <laughs> he held his own, obviously, but everyone else just 
couldn't <laughs> couldn't handle it. Uh, no, Jason Clark is fucking garbage. Um, he was I mean, okay in this movie, yeah, I guess. He's, he I mean, was fine. Yeah, he was doing his Jason Clark thing. He's always he's never been better than fine for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like usually he's bad, but Pet Cemetery, for example, he was fine, right? Mm-hmm. But then you look at something like Everest or uh, Terminator Genesis. He's he's garbage. So I haven't uh, seen those. <laughs> well, I, you can you can I, I keep it that you. way. <laughs> hey, didn't we see Everest, Tom? Didn't I see that mm-hmm. with you? It's a Cinerama, right? Yeah, I'm Sick. surprised you haven't seen it, Travis. Your boy Jackie <laughs> Jackie G's in it. It was bad. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I gave it a three. I wouldn't say it was bad. That's a bad movie. A three, <laughs> a three is bad. Not worth your time. Yeah, three's not great. Um. It's yeah, almost it's... worse because it's right in the middle, you know? So, like, you feel nothing for so long. Right. If you... you're watching a really bad movie, like, offensively bad, then you can, you can you know, sit there and fume and stock up on shit to say about it and, you know, kind of uh, pass the time that way. <laughs> but, yeah, Matt, Matt sorry, um, I guess to answer your question, um, they were fine. I think it all goes back to just the movie being a little too sprawling. Like, I just felt like it was a little unnecessary um but yeah i thought both their performances were fine i mean i don't really have much to say about their characters or anything though yeah i mean everyone is solid but robert pattinson i think is the only one who's memorable which is funny because his i mean we've talked about his accent he's kind of he's really going for it he's probably not the best performance but he is, you know, like he's the only one we're going to remember from this movie. Maybe I'm speaking out of line, but <laughs> I think he's the only thing that's memorable about this movie. Uh, for the most part, yeah. Uh, was um uh, one of the actors an actor from Buster Scruggs? Do you guys know? Haley he looked very familiar. Haley said the same thing. She said he looks like Buster Scruggs, though. You're talking about that first preacher guy, right? The one, yeah, the duo or whatever in the first like third of the movie. No, he's yeah. not in that movie. He's not in it. Okay. Mm. Wait. He looks similar though to the, the duo. The, um... Yeah, the brothers. Let's see, I'll that's not the first act. The first act is what's his face with the singing. Oh, the, with, like uh... the first half of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is in it. It's his name is Harry Melling. Which which he's in uh... Buster Scruggs? He's the guy who. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but um, which part of Buster oh yeah 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 Harry Mellon, kinda. which which uh like part of Buster Scruggs? Which oh, no, no arms and no legs. Yes, that guy. Oh oh, that's him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah. Haley mentioned that, but she thought he looked like she thought the brother looked like um. Who's the fuck is the guy who plays Buster Scruggs? Tim Blake Nelson. She thought he looked like Tim Blake Nelson. Mm. But you're talking about the actual <laughs> preacher guy, right? The one who, uh, well, I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. Oh, but. my God. I just realized that this guy is Dudley Dursley. What? Really? From Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's Dudley. <laughs> In young Dudley or, or old Dudley? Cause he, <laughs> I think He does both. change. I thought they cast a different actor in the later movies. No, dude. I think it might be both because I'm looking at him when he was um, – really young i think it's the same guy oh shit 
That is I mean, crazy. Yeah, that would make sense. But that's yeah, that's nice. crazy. <laughs> Actually, I think he... <laughs> so I had totally forgotten about him being in this movie. But but now I think that's one of the parts I'll remember. The uh, the church scene. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. He was hamming it up, but in a... There were a Who couple places. In a revivalist yeah, type of way. <laughs> it was derivative. I mean, that's how people, when people are trying to talk like those uh, evangelical preachers, they do mm-hmm. that, you know, that thing like, I feel the Holy Ghost coming up in me, you know, like just that kind of style of preaching. It's That's why Travis was been there, the done detective that. vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, anything else before uh, we drop some star ratings on this one? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, I was between a two and a half and a three. I think I'm going two and a half. Uh, I'm feeling generous, so I'll go three. That's the R Pats bump. I know it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Two. Shit. When was the last time we had a, a featured review where we all of us were like, eh, meh, I don't even remember. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um, but we also <laughs> took a hiatus and 2020 movie schedule has been pretty dire, so it makes sense. That's true. I wonder why this movie didn't get the COVID bump like some others. <laughs> we should have did. From us? Uh, we've seen this movie before. It's just in small chunks <laughs> across like five or six different movies. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on to what we've been watching. Um, I watched nothing. some stuff. Are you got nothing, Travis? You've been too busy Not to really. move? Moving and gaming. That's about it. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, is there anything that you want to just get out of the way or are you, you're good? Oh, I started Shit's Creek. Me too. Oh, you did. Chelsea. Oh, you both did. Oh, hell mm-hmm. yeah! Isn't that I'm show like great? Five or six episodes in. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I wouldn't say it's on the level of like you know Parks and Rec or The Office quite yet. Uh, not that it'll ever reach those heights, but um, it's uh, better than like your your standard you know sitcom. Uh, season one's the worst season. It's good. I figured. But- Trust me, good, after good season one is good when it gets hear. really good. Yeah. I think the strength of that show is you really start to care about the characters. And the show plays into that. Like, especially in the finales of the seasons, it definitely goes for tugging at your heartstrings, like character, like just warm moments, you know what I mean? That are really effective. And it's just really fucking funny. Um, how far are you, Tom? Travis said he's like five or six episodes in. I'm a little farther. I think I'm on episode nine. So have you seen the episode where David and Moira make enchiladas yet? No. Oh my God. No. All right. But you both need to get ready. They're the two best characters. Moira they, and David? Yeah. Um, Sarah and I are enjoying the show, but I'm really hoping it gets, you know, better i hope it notches up after season one which it sounds like it does i promise you'll get more invested it 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 gets funnier but it's not that much funnier like it's it's a comedy but if you don't expect like the the laugh a minute 
vibe of like Parks and Rec in the office, you know, like Travis said. It's mm. not really going for that. It's more about it's it's much more character driven and about the small town and the interactions of uh, you know, they, they try to get a lot of laughs, especially early on from the fish out of water aspect yeah. of it. You know what I mean? It yeah. evolves. It evolves past that. You know. Yeah. So, uh, I say stick through because uh, I'm I'm totally caught up, except for the last season, which doesn't drop on Netflix for like three weeks or something. Um, but I think it's I think it's in season one. I think the enchilada scene. It's going to win you guys over. You're going to see that. And you're going to be like, okay, this show's fucking good. Tyler just watched it, actually. He texted me because I, I told him about it, and he finally watched it. And he said he was dying. So <laughs> I think you guys will like it. Well, good. Cool. Good to hear. Um, I uh, I got in a rewatch of Dogtooth. Did I tell you guys that? Hell yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, Haley wanted to see it, and I haven't seen it since since college. It was probably like... 2011 or 12 when I saw Dogtooth. I'm curious about uh, Haley's thoughts. She she liked it. Um, not as much as me and, and not as much as Yorgos' other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty fucked up. Um, no spoilers. I haven't seen it still. Yeah. What? I'm, Tom, come on. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been out for like a decade. Yeah, it's Sarah never wants to it. This is the claim uh, to fame. I have to make time, you know, myself. Do, uh, don't, don't watch <laughs> not, it. Don't watch it with Sarah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> do not watch it with Sarah. <laughs> okay. Proceed it's, with caution. Honestly, uh, I I liked it. It's it's probably my least favorite. I mean, I haven't seen Alps or or it's his mo- his first movie, his, but it's the most Yorgos though. Yes. For sure. I mean, all of his idiosyncrasies are manifested in this movie. It's conceptually like one of the most fascinating movies I can think of. Just, you know, these sheltered children, they call a telephone or they call the salt the telephone, you know, because all they know is what their parents show them. So, like, that's the conceit of it. Um, But it's very disturbing. Um, I had a moment where i cringe like i i think i've physically recoiled and covered my eyes but i'm not gonna spoil it but travis it's towards the end of the movie and i don't know if it's a hammer or what but it plays into the title eh? yes it does and i felt like physically sick i was like oh my god (laughs) like (laughs) It was brutal. Um, pretty good movie, but I'm, you know, I, I'm a lobster guy. I'll always be a lobster guy. This movie is amazing. Tom, you need to watch it immediately. I can't believe you still haven't seen it. You fucking loser, Tom. I can't believe I know. you. I'm, like, so disappointed <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I do think you would like it, Tom, but don't don't watch it with Sarah. Just spare her. <laughs> yeah. We call him your goat for a reason. Well, I mean, we don't. You do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yes. We both know Coffin's the goat. It was established last episode. There can be multiple goats. Okay. Can there? Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, so solid rewatch. Dogtooth, good shit. Um 
Have you guys seen the babysitter, the original? I think you have, mm-hmm. right? Tom? McGee? McGee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Really? I thought you did watch it. Hor- Netflix horror movie. Samara oh, Weaving oh, is, is oh. a babysitter. Sorry, when you said the original, I assumed that the Netflix one was some sort of re- remake. Oh, no, there's a sequel. That's why I say oh. the original. You saw that, right? Yeah, I saw it. So there's a new one from McGee. The goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's <laughs> it's Fair enough. Uh, a lot, and I loved it. Um, it's, We're talking the first one, right? No, I'm talking Babysitter oh. Killer Queen, the new You're one. You're talking the remake, okay. N- no, the sequel. Or, sorry, the sequel. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's basically a retread of the first movie with the same main character, but he's older. Um, but it's just so much fun. It's really stupid and it knows it similar to the first movie, but it, it doubles down on the, the silliness. There's literally a scene where two characters get in a fight and it's modeled to look like street fighter. Like they have health bars and they do like Hadouken shit. And seriously, like it's really dumb. But I had such a blast with it. I think I rated it like a four. It's not a good movie, but it's my kind of self-aware, silly horror. If you were a fan of the first one, I I think you would like this one. I liked it a little bit more in the first one. I did really like the first one. I thought it was very entertaining. Get into it, dude, because this one, uh, even more entertaining. 85-minute runtime. Yeah, dude. This movie was made for you. Oh, the sequel, though, is 101 minutes. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, I don't know that extra bottom 12 the, minutes just bottom of the list <laughs> once it's over 90 it's it just goes immediately drops plummets in the in the, <laughs> the watch list um yeah I would recommend it to you both because you you liked it too Tom right you thought it was fun the first one uh, I mean ooh, I, I don't remember two and a half ooh, okay well so I hate it not worth watching I really um, don't remember it that well. I remember somebody getting stabbed in the head. That was fun. There's plenty of that in this movie, too. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're a fan of that, do it. Uh, I'll definitely watch it. I've just been preoccupied. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tom, what, what have you have you watched anything other than uh, basketball? Well, I made Sarah watch Jurassic Park. Finally. It finally happened, huh? Yep. And? She and? did not care. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I know she's the worst. Who doesn't like <laughs> Jurassic Park? I don't know. I couldn't even get her to like get on the whole. Uh, uh, the score didn't what's reel her in. Train? No, <laughs> no. What's his name? Uh, you know the best guy ever. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. No. J- Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I couldn't. Okay. The like... best guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get her to, you know, care about him. And then um, uh, in return for her watching Jurassic Park, I had to watch her movie of choice, which was Best in Show. Yes. Was that a first time (laughs) watch for you? Yes. Oh, my God. Very funny Please tell me you loved it. I liked it a lot. I wouldn't say I loved it. Oh, my God. It it, it was good. Um, Yeah, I think think that's all we have watched, at least as far as movies go. Huh. Have you seen Best in Show, Travis? I have not. But, oh, um, man. Oh, man. The, that style of comedy is uh, a reach for me. Uh, funny comedy? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not a fan of uh, what's that one stupid movie called that everyone loves? Spinal the Tap. one that's like a yes, that one. <laughs> you don't like it. Spinal Tap, really? <laughs> I thought it was dumb as hell. <laughs> but maybe I need to watch it again. <laughs> it's, I mean, I prefer Best in Show, but um, yeah, uh, it, it's uh, acquired humor. I mean, you either love it or you don't really get what the big deal is. I mean, is. I do love uh, Rob Reiner, but not that movie. Well, uh, Best in Show is just a fucking made some murderer's row of funny people. I mean, speaking of Shit's Creek, I mean, we got Catherine O'Hara and... Uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy, um, Fred Willard is in it. Um, uh, Parker Posey. Um, my favorite guy is uh, the the guy who's super into fishing. With the the guy with the mustache, you know who I'm talking about, Tom? Yeah, yeah, the guy with uh, the guy with that bloodhound. Yes, that 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 uh, like rant he goes on about. Uh, I think it's like bait or something or, yeah. or fishing. It was just <laughs> like fly so fishing funny. or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Some people need, think you need a bigger lure to catch a bigger fish, but <laughs> <laughs> cool. yeah, he's good. My favorite was the, um, the, uh, John Michael Higgins and, uh, Michael McKean, the gay couple with, and he's like, Packing like eight kimonos for a two. Yes. <laughs> two oh my god. Today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that they were the most fun. Just, just a classic. It's so good. Um, and I think, um, oh, what's that one guy? Um, oh, it's on Hulu. Cool. Yeah. Well, that that's where I watched. Um, I think I talked about it last episode. A Mighty Wind. I talked about that, right? I think so. Yeah, that's a Christopher Guest movie too. <laughs> you should put it on the list, Travis. I think if you're, if I would recommend one Christopher Guest movie to someone, it's it's Best in Show. Um, it's, it's on my it's watch list, but it my watch list on Letterbox is like two thousand movies deep. So, ooh, we'll see. Jesus, <laughs> get a life, man. You gotta start knocking some of those movies off that list. Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> um. Well, cool. I disappointed that Sarah didn't like Jurassic Park like a monster, but you know what can you do? She's lame. I don't get people who don't like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, also that movie. I I watched it. Uh, I mean, that's the second time I've watched it in like a year. Uh, it holds up. It's pretty funny. It's, it's iconic. You know, the the special effects are not offensive. They're fine. Mm-hmm. So. The uh, the CG T-Rex is a little wonky now, you know? But for its time, I mean, yeah. it was pretty... Oh, it was the shit. Groundbreaking. Yeah, dude. The the only thing that got a rise out of her was um, she had to uh, take a... What, what does she use? It's not Boomerang. It's some, you know, some app like that. Uh where you just take short videos and use that TikTok to talk with your friend. No, 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 no. It's not oh, TikTok. oh, Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Yes. She so she does that what? all the time with her friends. I have never um, even heard of Marco Polo. I It's basically didn't... like video texting. Yeah. <laughs> they Paris. all got into it because uh because Tess and, and Sarah both had babies at the same time and it was just way easier to do that than type. 
Right. So now that's like the only way they communicate. <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, she had to do one of those for the scene of the baby raptor being born because <laughs> it, it's so stupid with the dinosaur like poking out of the egg. <laughs> is that you guys stupid? Remember that one? Yeah. How it's pretty stupid when somebody like is seeing it for the first time now. You know, it looks it looks ridiculous. Um, she didn't love the scene where that guy is like taking a shit in the porta potty. I don't think he's taking a shit, but he hides in the porta potty. And no, the I'm pretty sure like, she was on her phone. Oh, oh come God. on, that's the best part. You gotta police this. You can't let I her know. look at her phone when she's watching a masterpiece. I try to do that, but she gets so mad at me. <laughs> when, I get, when I'm like, like I'll pick the movie. I'll pick a movie. A lot of the time, I'll pick a movie I've already seen because I want to rewatch it and because I want her to see it. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be on her phone, and I get so mad. And then she gets mad at me for getting mad. So it's just a vicious cycle. Nice. So I don't do it anymore. She's on her phone. She's just on her phone. <laughs> um, it's her loss. I know. I know. Are either of you guys watching The Vow on HBO? Mm, no, but actually, I just got HBO, so I'm I'm back in the game. Oh yes, dude. Is Curb is Curb stop number one, or are you doing Watchmen first? Um, I don't know yet, but yeah, I got a with part of my package when I upgraded. I got a HBO, Showtime, and Hits with a Z, whatever that is. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. Looking forward to it though. To Hits. No, HBO. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They ha- I mean, HBO's got the cream of the crop for TV. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's always shit to watch on there. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, I I uh, started watching The Vow. Um, it's, it's one of those documentaries. The Vow is about Nexium. It's that, like, cult that was in the news a couple of years ago because it has, like, celebrities... Uh, you know who Allison Mack is? No. She is an actress who was in Smallville and like Wilfred and some other shows. Um, mm. She basically was at the head of a sex cult within this organization. Um, mm. It's about a cult. I mean, that that's what it is. It's about whistleblowers and this investigation of this, this enterprise. It's it's way too long. Like I think four episodes have aired, and it's a nine episode series. It's Is one it of like a limited series, like a one season type thing. It's a documentary. It's not oh. uh, a show. I like see. you know, it's not a fiction. It's not a dramatization. It, it's a documentary. Oh, okay. But it's just it's very bloated. It's it's like making a murderer where they dangle the carrot throughout the whole episode and then the episode ends with like a like insane new tidbit of information that makes you want to keep watching but it's very bloated like it does not need to be 9 episodes they could have done it in 4 and 4 have aired like we're not even halfway there but having said that it's a very interesting story and they filmed everything like they have so much footage from inside the cult cult members that show like conversations with the head like it's a, it's an interesting watch um I'll, I'll stick up with it but it's a little frustrating what about this we are who we are yeah, show? i was just gonna ask matt have you dove into that yet 
Uh, I don't even know what that is. What is that? Oh, come on, Matt. What is Luca, it? Luca's new show. Luca has a new show? I didn't yeah, know this. Dude. Is it on <laughs> is it on Hobo? Yeah. Yes, it it's is. a coming oh, of age drama series follows two American teenagers as they explore their true identities while living on a military base in the seaside town of Chioga, Italy. Sounds oh, peachy. Sounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did that just start or something? I have not. Yeah, yes. I got one episode out. It aired on the 14th. Oh, okay. Episode. I'll have to. Um, I thought you'd be all over that. I didn't even know that was a thing. I had no idea he had a HBO show in the works. I still haven't watched. Um, uh, fuck. What's his name? Um, Blue Valentine guy. Uh, Derek C. Oh, France. Yes. The Mark Ruffalo show. That is high on the list for moi. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I need to get around to that one. I've heard it's depressing as fuck, but. What's I this mean, show? Sign me up. I know. I know what you did, or I know. I don't know. Mark Ruffalo <laughs> plays um, twins. Like it's a dual role kind of show. I know this much is true. That yes, I, I yeah, I know this much is true. Uh, people are pretty split on it, but people Mark who Ruffalo love it. Ruffalo and Derek C. in France. It's a match made a... in heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we can't watch Lovecraft Country because it's on HBO Max, which we're not sure what that is. Well, uh, no, it's on Max, HBO. So it's, It is on HBO, though. Not worried Oh, it is. It. Okay. I didn't realize it was, but yeah, I thought it was an HBO Max original, but no. It's got good, you know, good reviews. Yeah. People are loving that thing, too. Just, Matt, why are you watching the vow over these things? Come on. Because I watch Beautiful. these things at work, like while I'm oh, in between okay. calls. Documentaries are good for that, you know? I'll just like plow through what, one. What about Kingdom? Calls. You guys watch that? Kingdom. What is that? It's season two is out now. It, all I know is it's like swords and zombies. Hmm. <laughs> So is it like the Black Plague? Uh, but if the Black Plague Netflix turn people into zombies, it takes place or? in like Japan or China or something. Okay, uh, interesting. And I don't know if season one is the same. Like if they're standalone, it's I think like they're. Red I think Cliff they're... meets The Walking Dead. Whoa! Don't care. That's on Sorry. Netflix. <laughs> and then I saw another Netflix show that came on with um, Sarah Paulson. Uh, rat, ratched, ratched, ratched. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's from Man, uh Ryan Murphy. With this, who's Ryan Murphy? Ryan Murphy's the fucking uh, Nip Tuck American Horror <laughs> Story. Um, mm. Oh, it's getting bad reviews. Uh, Scream Queens. Uh, he's he's fucking all over the place. The Polygon says the TV. striking <laughs> images are the only good thing about Netflix's Ratched. It's, I know Ratchet is getting pretty mixed reviews, so I'm not gonna pull the trigger on that. But did either did either of you watch the haunting the the haunting of Hill House? I watched a couple episodes and wait, fell real off. quick on Ratchet. Is that supposed to be like a play on the character from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or no? Yes, it is. That's what it is. It's the nurse from what? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> content, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that just came out yesterday. Oh my God! It's got a uh, Michael Douglas in it, or no? He's an executive producer. Never mind. Never mind. I'm barfing. 
Yeah, uh, this is just too much TV. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Just rewatch the movie if you really want some of that. <laughs> um, but the new uh, the haunting of Bly Manor I think comes out next month. So pretty I still hyped need on to that. Watch Hill House. That's the best thing uh, Mike uh, Flanagan has uh, has ever done. Hey, the bar's it's not, not saying high much, for but. Me, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cool. How about P Valley? P Valley? Yeah. What's that? The like, I think it's about strippers or something. Ooh, is that a TV show? Yeah, it's on Stars though. Nah, uh, who cares? Does anyone Ooh. even have Stars? No. no. I think I used to have access because my parents, but they downgraded. So now I'm host. I saw so many trailers <laughs> for P Valley. I didn't think it looked that good, but um, it's got a hundred percent on RT. Whoa! Wow. Stage. Hey, what network is that uh, Michelle Gondry, uh, Jim Carrey show on? Is that Showtime? Showtime? Yeah. That's ki- it's called Kidding, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, maybe I'll share my login with you now that I have it. Oh, right, because it's part of your package. <laughs> huh? Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I'm curious. on the uh, Ray Donovan train, too, with me. I got to get back in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> Come on, Leah Shriver's the goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I have one other movie I'll I'll, I'll bring up. Um, you guys may have seen it on Netflix when you're perusing. It's called uh, One Bedroom, stylized as One Br. Anybody? Uh, mm, anybody? I'm not ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know anything about it, but I've seen it on some you know lists Looks of 2020 like movies well it um <laughs> i didn't love it it's not at all what i was expecting i thought it was gonna be some sort of like cheesy horror movie but basically the premise is this aspiring actress moves to la and she gets this oh, apartment and the weird shit starts happening and it turns out that it's run by a cult and they have like a processing experience where they basically like break the person's will to make them malleable so that she'll conform and it's it's one of those like weird cult movies about indoctrination and operating under the guise of attempting to create a utopia and a perfect society you know honestly it was pretty interesting it's it's a low budget movie and it that comes through in places especially the acting not you know they got what they paid for so the actors are not the best but conceptually i thought it was pretty interesting um it's worth a watch i don't, I don't want to give any more away than that because the, the movie does go places it's it's very reminiscent of the invitation if you guys have seen that movie mm-hmm. oh, i like that very reminiscent i think the invitation is better but i was not the biggest fan of that movie um oh come on dude the ending is killer okay well if you like the ending of the invitation <laughs> you'll like the ending of one bedroom you'll love but... <laughs> one um it's worth a watch it's it was Matt, please call it 1BR from now on. 1BR. 1BR. <laughs> one 1BR um, one was, was decent. I gave it like a three. Um, 
worth a watch, you know. It Soon, tickled me. Sarah learned she didn't choose this apartment. It chose her. The last Which, sentence of the synopsis. That sounds bro. corny <laughs> as fuck, right? And it is, but <laughs> it's not what I expected. I uh, The less you know about it, the better. I may have even said too much, but... Um, uh, you know, I, th- with all the shit there is to watch, you guys don't need to watch it, but if you do <laughs> pull the trigger on it, I, I think you'll uh, at least be curious it's so uh, matt it sounds like you're pretty into uh cults these days uh i'm starting my own actually i don't know if i've told you guys that but uh oh. yeah requirements. <laughs> you know i'm i'm recruiting right now i'm still in the early <laughs> stages i only have like 10 to 15 disciples at this point but they love me so things are going pretty <laughs> good so far <laughs> well, i was gonna ask we may have talked about it before on a previous episode but have you seen the quadruple m Martha Excuse Marcy, me, Marlene. Oh yes, I have not seen it since I was in college. But uh, honestly, the, I remember loving that movie. But the only thing I remember is that I got to see uh, what's her name's boobs a lot. Um, come on, dude. Elizabeth Olsen is that her name? We're going for it than that. Come, come on, I was twenty years old or whatever right, when I saw okay, that movie, okay, and those are good okay. boobs. I mean, hey, you also get to see her ass in that one movie. Um, this makes me sound like a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not remembering the name. The Taylor Sheridan movie. Um, it's not. Oh, cold, oh, cold, dark. cold river. <laughs> Wait, not, that sounds wrong. <laughs> but you're close. Taylor Sheridan. Frozen. F- Frozen. No, that's cold. Melissa Leo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, river. With, uh, Jeremy Renner. River runs deep. Frozen. Creek, Creek, Creek River, River. I'll get it. I'll get it here. Uh, cold Wind River. Wind River. God damn it! What even is a wind river? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody knows. Um. Anyways, her Wait. butt's in that movie. She's in that movie. I don't remember that at oh, all. Oh yeah. Oh, she's the main fucking character. What am I talking about? You, we get a little snippet of her. That. I like that movie. Her pants and uh, you guys don't remember that. That image is burned into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh no just for a quick second you know if you turn you might miss it but that movie was pretty good but i don't really remember much about it that movie was really good come on matt i mean i gave it a four and a half it's you know yeah but anyways back to martha marcy may marlene that is like the essential cult movie in my opinion the essential cult movie Mm-hmm. it's one of the best na- na- name a better one uh, fucking, uh, The Kill List. Mm, I like the other one better. Mm, um, it's, it's debatable. Did you see that movie, um, based on the, uh, the, the Kool-Aid drinking West motherfuckers? Memphis 3? No, 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 no. Um, The Sacrifice, or, it, oh. it, it's by, um, the guy who did House of the Devil and, uh, The Innkeepers. It the was loose. Sacrament, right? Is the sacrament, the sacrament. Yeah, that one was. I mean, that that's not as good as Mar- Martha Marcy May Marlene, but that movie I enjoyed. I need to see that. Ty West. Ty West. Is, that's who it is. is. A solid horror director. He's good. Did, did you ever see his movie with um, that western he made? Did it even in come the out? Valley, in a valley of violence. Yeah. Can you watch that movie anywhere? 
I did. I rated it, but I don't remember really watching it. Because <laughs> that's kind of my boy Ethan Hawke in there. I mean, he's the goat. Mm-hmm. We've got, I mean, we've said goat um, like six times in this episode. It's not streaming right now. <laughs> well, there's different categories. It all it all fits. Ethan Hawke is the goat, though. I mean, let's be real. Fair enough. Right? John Travolta's in it, For too, what category? Though. Human being. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best of us. His um uh his directorial debut uh is streaming somewhere right now. Amazon maybe? Blaze? Blaze? Yeah. Did you see it already? I did not. I'm I've been uh, curious, but I've heard very mixed things. Some people say it's just like utter trash and then other people like it. Uh looks like it's on Netflix. So there we go. There you go. It's a masterpiece. That's that's the, the diamond in the rough I've been waiting for. <laughs> can't wait um cool all right well anything else you guys want to mention before we uh wrap her up shut her down no, no? Mm, i don't no. have anything else actually um antonio campos he directed uh christine matt you watched that right yeah that movie's pretty good better than devil all the time um yes for sure <laughs> i think i gave okay. christine like a four uh it's uh kind of a slow movie but not in a bad way i want to watch that and the documentary but i don't know which one to watch first i have not seen the documentary so i i can't speak to it but um, i've heard they're both good but i feel like it depends on who you talk to if you if you don't know much about the story the real life story i'd probably watch the movie because it'll make it more impactful I know the gist of it, but that's, I mean, I don't know if there's much more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know Uh, the spoiler. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. Then uh, I guess I've never seen the documentary, so I don't know, but interesting. Okay. Well, do either of you have any idea what is coming out over the next couple of weeks? Streaming wise, does Netflix have anything popping off? Amazon, Hulu? I'm assuming neither of you are going to uh, the movie theater or want to at this point, right? Um, I would go to the theater, but if it was nearby. Yeah, I'm still contemplating if I'm going to make the drive down south to go see Tenet or wait and see if uh, a theater opens up a little closer. Um, My brother-in-law said Tenet. And? Middle of the road. He gave it a half star bump for uh, for the fact that he saw it in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely want to go see Tenet in the theater. I don't really want to watch it at home. But there's nothing else really that's... I mean, theaters are still pretty much dead in our area, so it's hard to really say. Yeah, that's fair. I'm in Florida, so it's the fucking wild, wild west out here. So I can see (laughs) anything I want to, but... I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, when is so? What's what's the release strategy for Possessor? Is that going to be VOD or what's what's the story on Possessor? Huh? I'm not sure, but I hope it's at least one or the other because I'm trying to watch it. <laughs> oh, dude, I am. I'm hyped on Possessor now that. Did you watch the trailer finally? No, I still haven't. I don't, no, honestly, I, I think I'm not gonna. Okay. I don't want to spoil Fair anything. Enough. Um release date november 6th 
streaming. I don't know what platform. I don't know if it's going to be VOD or if it's if someone bought it, but uh, apparently it's going to be streaming on November 6th. That movie's already in my top 10 for this year. It's been such a weak year. I already know it's going to be in there. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of ending things already came and went. So at this point, it's like. I got to fill in the top 10. I already know what's at number one. Oh, actually, there is a movie we could watch. Um, I think it just hit HBO Max called Unpregnant. Have you guys heard of that? Uh, No, and I don't have HBO Max. And I'm not getting it, you fucking loser. No, I would get the the seven-day trial. (laughs) I got the walking info. (laughs) I see that in um, like popular this week on Letterboxd. Haley Lou Richardson is in it. Oh, I love her. All right, I'm back in it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll be we'll be back in two weeks. Um, next week, keep an eye on the feed because uh, the Cinephiles Digest, the horror spinoff. <laughs> we're gonna be covering. Travis, it's your turn. I'll let you tell the listeners. Oh, yeah. what, are, what, what, what did you pick? Sister, 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 yeah. sister. Uh, the Disney Channel classic. We're watching the uh, Halloween episodes <laughs> that were uh, part of the series. It's uh, season three, episode 12, and uh, season five, episode seven. You know what we should so do, though? Tune in. We should watch the Halloween episodes of old like Nickelodeon shows. Do you remember the, <laughs> the Halloween episode of Doug? That shit is fire. You guys uh, watched Doug, right? I did watch Doug, but I'm drawing a blank on the Halloween oh, app. Oh, man. They, it's like a, a, a haunted house ride. They get stuck in the ride. Oh, man. You're missing out. You got you to gotta jog that <laughs> old memory. The Rugrats Halloween episode. So good. Really just Halloween episodes in general. Yeah. Anyway. They're the best. I cut you okay. off before you said the titles. So we're watching A Tale of Two Sisters and Sisters, the Brian De Palma flick. Which you've seen, right? You've seen Sisters before? I've seen Sisters, but dying for a rewatch. Bought the Criterion Blu-ray, and it's just collecting dust on the shelf. So (laughs) need to pop that bad boy in. And A Tale of Two Sisters has always been on the list. Just have never pulled the trigger. So I'm excited to watch both of those Mm -hmm. and talk about them. It's going to be fun. Uh, Okay. Well, that does it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank you Tom, for subscribing. If you want to get in on that app, just uh, let us know. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, you know the movies. If you watch them and you make it, you make it. But it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be right. huge. Um. Okay. Anything else you guys want to plug or throw out there before we wrap her up? I think I'm good. I'm good. Cool. All Go right. Go Heat. Go Lakers. Go Heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, real, real quick, who, who's all who's all left? Lakers, Nuggets, Heat, Celtics. Oh, I'm going for Nuggets. Come on. Well, they're Jokic. gonna they're gonna lose to the Lakers. So. <laughs> good the luck Joker. with that, bud. Oh yeah. Dude, they've they've hand they've uh, what is it called? Yeah, they face diversity this whole uh, bubble. So I know diversity don't, is really hard to overcome. Yeah, don't wow. don't count them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck off, guys. I'm, uh, 
I, I drank a, a rogue pumpkin patch ale for breakfast. So yum. Oh, I've I've been drinking while we've been talking a a beer called Found the Yeast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love a it. Double IPA from Civil Society Brewing, mm. right here in Florida, right here in the Sunshine State. Matt, have you had this uh, pumpkin beer though, the Rogue Pumpkin Patch Ale? Not from Rogue. Uh, mm. Rogue is uh, not Garbage. the best. Yeah. So I figured you would say that. <laughs> well, it had a really cool bottle, so. They got me. I do love pumpkin beer. I have not had that one. Honestly, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I miss Night Owl so fucking much. That's like my favorite beer. They don't I, sell oh, you're it. not going to be able to get it out there? Well, oh. we found it once. So Total Wine had Elysian's pumpkin pack. So it had mm-hmm. like, you know, their suite of pumpkin beers. Mm-hmm. But Total Wine sold out and now I can't find it anywhere else. So, but. Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, luckily, there is a, another pumpkin beer that's almost as good, not quite as good, but it's called Sh- Schlafly Pumpkin Ale. They're based out of uh, St. Louis. And I had had it once before. I literally mailed Night Owl to a dude in New York, and he mailed me Schlafly. So I had had it once before doing like a beer exchange. But you can get that out here. So Did you do that through your beer app? Not my app. I used to post on this website called Beer Advocate. It's okay. it's like <laughs> IMDB for beer. You rate beers, you review beers, you know. Yeah. Um but beer, untapped. Beer the best. So you got the Took plug? The beer advocate plug? No, just to like get beers that you can't get in your area (laughs) well this was years ago i did a total of two beer exchanges but it was just too much work to like buy the beer that the person wanted pack it make sure it was secure yeah i would imagine for the shipping shipping would not be ideal for that beers are heavy so yeah it costs a lot to ship it's i mean you're shipping glass and liquids right (laughs) good luck with all that (laughs) So it worked it worked out, but it was not worth the effort. Some people do that because they are fucking nerds and, you know, they want to try all the best beers there are. But anyway, long so story wait, short, did, pumpkin beer. Quick, good did shit. I say diversity and I meant to say adversity? Yes, you did. Yep. That's why we okay. were laughing. Okay. <laughs> well, I need to piss and the spear is running through me. So, and, you know, it wouldn't be the Cinephiles Digest if I didn't misspeak. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this one. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, shoot us an email, cinephilesdigest at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. Give us your topic suggestions. If you want us to watch a movie, let us know. Maybe we'll watch it. There's nothing fucking else going on. So, Uh, Cool. All right, guys. Nuggets. Until next time, go Lakers. (laughs) Go (laughs) Heat. Something's wrong cause my mind is fading And everywhere I look there's a dead end waiting Temperatures dropping at the rotten oasis Stealing kisses from the leprous faces